0: In a world where options are limitless,
1: but time is not. Two heroes take a stand against injustice and overwhelming viewing choices. Starring Jane Ellen. I don't see how the human race survived the medieval period. And Adam
0: Cravens. A lot of them didn't. This is Binge
1: or Cringe.
0: (laughs) A podcast that lets you know what's worth watching. And what's not? From the Hinson Oakley Podcast Center at Rock 93.7.
1: Hello and welcome to Binge or Cringe. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Craven. We decided to do something different this week. We decided to watch TV together.
0: Well, she offered me food and as anybody knows you want me to do anything, offering me food is the best way to get me uh-huh. to
1: do it. Pretty much.
0: You, you need someone knocked off. Uh, here, here, Adam, here's a sandwich. I'm like, what, All right. what all's that sandwich got on it?
1: <laughs> what do I got to do? What? If you take that off of it, maybe I'll do it. Right, well,
0: mm. is there some cheese on it? <laughs> All right. Well, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I know it's criminal, but like, it has two different cheeses on it.
1: <laughs> so first, we watch something that I delightfully discovered because I'm trying to seek out things that Netflix isn't telling me to watch.
0: And it because it loves
1: I know do that? and same with Hulu and all that business I'm trying to really seek some things out that I had no idea and I found this one to be delightful and my high schooler was beside herself and I believe is powered through five or six episodes and it is called Daybreak or ferris bueller and the zombies
0: i mean in a world where we can digitally like de age people and you know have you know will smith fighting his you know 20 20 year old self like in his 50s i'd actually kind of like to see them do de-aging matthew broderick Mm -hmm. and just making a sequel to ferris bueller in in which the apocalypse does happen like I know. I know. For obvious reasons, we can't get John Hughes to to write and direct it, um, but I, w- I really wouldn't mind seeing that. Like, and one of the most delightful things about this show, despite its its influence from Ferris Bueller, Ferris Bueller himself is in the show, which mm-hmm. I'm I I have to think was intentional. Yes. Like he he talks to the camera a lot. Like. It really it really does feel like somebody was just like, hey, this zombie thing, like we, we've we done romantic comedies with it. We've done action movies with it. You know, we've done like survival on this. Like, what, what if we just do Ferris Bueller, like with with zombies and apocalypse? OK, I mean, yeah, that's and this is that's exactly what this
1: is. And it's it's got some funny. It really does, especially if you're a teenager. You'll find it even more funny. But basically, somebody blew up something real good, and the 18 and unders were fine. But as Anna Grace pointed out, toddlers are under 18. Why don't we see them?
0: Well, because they can't feed themselves, and you have flesh-eating zombies running around. And I'm sure defenseless babies made righteous snacks— Probably for I don't want to bring anybody's day down, which I'm sure hearing flesh eating zombies like dining on babies is not the headline that you want to read. But I mean, in all likelihood. If they're not being watched, like, let's say mom and dad were killed in the incinerating like fire that, you know, wrecked civilization, they they're. they're probably going to get picked off pretty easy.
1: I just told her kids grow too fast and they couldn't cast them, but whatever, Adam.
0: Well, that's the reason why, <laughs> why you talk to your kids and I talk to mine.
1: Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's 10 and up. Um, uh, Chloe Moritz and what's her name? Chloe,
0: uh, you, her, uh, Chloe Moritz. Yes. Her. Now you've given me the disease. <laughs> I can't say it.
1: her. Uh, now that she's too old to play all the roles that she played, there's a girl that's playing a role that Chloe would have played.
0: The one that was in, she played Hit Girl in um, uh, Kick-Ass. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, so you have her, and it is, the idea is you have the zombies, and you have the same cliques that you did in high school. Except this one guy didn't really fit into any of the cliques because he was, wait for it, canadian and he is trying to find his girlfriend who appears to be perfect and that's pretty or at least much in the,
0: the first couple of episodes yes. um it, it's the central thrust of at least what i'm assuming is going to be the rest of the first season
1: well actually because you only saw what one episode
0: i think we had we'd yeah maybe two? yeah it was okay. just the one
1: so yeah. it's it's all with the main character josh who is very ferris bueller-esque And then a few episodes in, all of a sudden, it's the 10-year-old girl. Oh, you thought this was Josh's story? Think again. So she starts addressing the camera and doing all this stuff. So the story shifts. And then the ninja guy, now it's his story. And this is like episode five or six. And it was all, the opening was all redone because he was telling his um. How he came to be the ninja warrior that he is. And uh, it was his origin story. And uh, we're still not sure about whether or not that principal is dead or not.
0: Most of what you see the principal in is told in flashback before the event. Like, yes, I, don't, I don't know if they have
1: oh, detailed that yet. Okay, we're well, good. good. And something may be sprouting out of his back. But we'll see. I don't know, but it is entertaining, and is it's it, called is Daybreak. Is his name
0: Bueller? Bueller. <laughs> they
1: had that down as well, you know. It's <laughs> there. There's a lot of clever stuff in Daybreak. Um, I'm thinking this is. I don't know if it said PG-14. Maybe it did. That's about right.
0: Is what? That's not a rating.
1: Um, isn't it on Netflix? TV-14.
0: Yes! Okay, I was like, PG-14 is not... Why would you even have that rating? I don't know. Well, it's not appropriate for 13-year-olds, but as soon as you turn 14... (laughs) Boom! This is (laughs) appropriate. Boom! Appropriate. (laughs) It's good. Uh, It's good.
1: Yeah. Uh, And I do like the running gag over which Josh he is, you know. Wait, wait, are you... Yeah. Little Josh with the big truck? No. Gay Josh? No. The other gay Josh? No. Golf Josh? No. (laughs) And <laughs> Guys, I know there's a lot of Josh's at our school, okay? Okay. <laughs> and they never figure it out. Anyway, so I find it very clever and delightful, and daybreak, I so far have enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, I was I was quite delighted mm-hmm. with everything that I saw. Like yeah, I, and I mean, I have I, no complaints. Honestly, like that's a just a good like mashup right there. Fer- like freakish Ferris but much funnier Ferris Bueller, Ferris Bueller meets the walking dead.
1: And to have Ferris Bueller actually be in it. That it is
0: all, like, it's just, it's a cherry on top of a delicious mm-hmm. Sunday.
1: Yeah, it really is. You're listening to Binge or Cringe, brought to you by Hinson Oakley Family Dentistry. Jane Ellen and Adam Cravens in the Podcast Center talking about what's worth watching on TV. And something we've been waiting for. Jack Ryan, part two.
0: I don't, I don't think that, I think it was just season two. Like, <sighs> I mean, unless you want to involve the, the crew that brought you Airplane. Mm. I don't. I don't think it's necessarily appropriate to call. It. If you're going to call it part, do you,
1: you're, you're really you're invoking. In it. <laughs> you're going to. You're
0: invoking naked gun esque, like hijinks.
1: Which there, this is not. There are no hijinks in this.
0: Not. Not yet. At least.
1: <laughs> so it's uh, more Jack Ryan, and the end of Jack Ryan season one. Is his handler goes to Moscow is that it? I
0: think that's essentially yeah. what they're alluding, to. and
1: so yeah. he opens the case and it says, "I bought you a ticket, and so we assume that he, he went probably to Moscow. he does not no, he does not do that
0: because as you and I discussed um if you have a a job um you can't really just up and go to Moscow um at the behest of your former supervisor mm-hmm. um for giggles i'm guessing yeah
1: because i can't imagine how he he would continue to be paid
0: you would think yeah if you stop showing up for, like i don't i don't know that if i stop showing up at my job they'll stop paying me because i have to you know pay bills and keep the electricity on and things like that so i've never like dared to just go well i wonder how long they pay me if i stop showing up i'm going to assume immediately they <laughs> stop paying me but we're we're not going to to poke that it mayor. is
1: jack it is jack ryan yeah um so that's the thing he didn't go with the guy and uh, the guy is in russia and you're you're being set up for the guy isn't well which we could have get imagine if stanley from the office was a spy but had to run around a lot
0: you know i wonder if he he auditioned and they're like We've already got one person from the office. Like, <laughs> got, if we cast you, then like we've we've got to cast Dwight, mm-hmm. and then like, which means we then have to give Steve Carell a call <laughs> and, and Jenna Fisher <laughs> and guys. Like, it just it just becomes a reunion of The Office with political intrigue and spies. Yeah, and I'd still watch it. Wow, that's a great show. Yeah. I don't why why, why is, haven't they done it, man.
1: But uh, so you have the guy and clearly, and you know, he's sick or he's going to get killed or whatever. You know, something's going to happen because Jack Ryan has to go be in Russia. Otherwise, you understand
0: that it's not going to go well because Jack Ryan isn't just going to sit over there like doing his numerical like analytics and and then they close the season. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm, working out. Which, man, apparently he like a lot. If
0: if the last time you saw Jim was not before like 13 hours or the first season of Jack Ryan, like he doesn't look quite as much like Jim anymore. If you have ever seen my head, that's essentially what his bicep uh, is the size of now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like
0: Jim is mega ripped. I remember going into the movie 13 hours and being like, what? You cast Jim in an action movie, Michael Bay. You're dumb. This is on the this is on the same level as putting Shia LaBeouf in a movie. You're dumb, Michael Bay. Holy cow, Jim is. I thirteen hours completely convinced me that he was not just going to be Jim for the rest That's of his right. life. It's actually it's actually a pretty solid movie. It it has no bearing on Jack Ryan. No, but. Um, Michael Bay is also a producer on this show. So I'm assuming at some point somebody would just be like, What? Can't ask Jim is Jack Ryan? That's dumb. And he was like, Here's this DVD. Go you want to watch it? Go home and watch it. <laughs> just go home and watch it. And they came back and they're like, Holy cow, Jim is friggin' real.
1: I was discussing. Uh, please this? stop
0: calling him Jim. His name's John. <laughs> and he's going to be Jack. And they're yeah. like, Oh, J-
1: uh-huh. Jim, Jim. Jack John. Huh? Okay, all right. all right. I was talking about John Krasinski with a 20 something. And uh, then I said, had she seen Jack Ryan? She had not. I said, have you seen 13 Hours? And this is what surprised me. She's not really like as into media as we are. Yeah. But she watches stuff. Sure. But she stopped me and said, oh, I own 13 Hours. It's like, oh, you are committed.
0: And like, if you will think about like the trajectory of this guy's career, he got – he was in a remake of a show, a British show that Martin, Free, that Martin Freeman, the character that he played, um, John plays. Mm-hmm. Now he's an acclaimed director. Like if you haven't seen Quiet Place, it's real good. Wow, uh, that he also stars in. Um, he he's a he did a, a pretty solid action movie. Was about four seconds away from being cast as Captain America before Chris Evans like swooped in there. He is now Jack Ryan, which is a role previously inhabited by Harrison Ford, Alec Baldwin, Chris Pine, like, and he apparently is about to be cast as Mr. Fantastic in the Marvel. What? It's not confirmed, but they're saying like they want him and Emily Blunt for Fantastic Four to play Invisible (sighs) Woman and Mr. Fantastic, respectively. I'm just saying like everything's coming up Millhouse this yes guy.
1: that's for sure all right so jack ryan it's again um intrigue foreign places john krasinski all buff and uh i assume he'll save the world at the end because that's what john ryan does jack ryan does
0: you've got a lot of like you've got elements of mission impossible coming in there mm-hmm. like at one point one of the guys like flips open like what looks like a zippo and then points it at the wall and starts projecting, like, mm-hmm. spy documents on there.
1: Ooh, cool. Like,
0: pulls out a pen, and as it turns out, like, it's hiding all of, like, these numbers. If it's you like, can
1: only see Adam, imagine
0: I talk Steve Carell as
1: my hands. the magician. Every time he would do his magician stuff, that's what Adam was doing.
0: I'm, <laughs> listen, I, I, I know it's a podcast, and you can't see what I'm doing, but, like, there is a physical performance given each podcast yes like we're we're like i I don't know what we're at now like 60 something but each of these has a very physical performance that mm-hmm. no one but jane will ever see
1: and i treasure it
0: um you've also got like there th- it's talking like if you ever watched like an episode of the west wing like there's mm-hmm. a lot of intelligent like conversation going on this and then you get some really like solid action like when uh, the the senators and and them go down to Venezuela like the everything in this like is just it it's it's interesting like mm-hmm. i don't ever feel feel like i'm watching filler in right. the show it's not just like well this this episode is superfluous like mm-hmm. it's just it they they're almost like their own small movies which is appropriate enough because jack ryan uh, well i mean it started out as a series of novels but like i think it came to i think most people's attention in the films. And I would argue that the television show still gives you very much a cinematic quality to it despite being on Amazon Prime.
1: Mm -hmm. Very nicely done. So if you want a good drama, an action drama, I'm not going to call it a comedy, even though there's an aside here and there. There's an
0: element of comedy to it. But yeah, it's far and away it is not what I would describe. If you go into this assuming you're getting like the Office season ten? You are, you are incorrect.
1: No, that's not happening. Speaking of the Office again, I wonder when um, Pam and Angela will invite us to be on their podcast. I
0: did. It's called Office Girls or Office Women, I don't something recall. like that. It. I, I did see that, and it it did pique my interest.
1: And I thought. They would enjoy us immensely.
0: If nothing else, for just like listening to us gawk about The Office.
1: Because <laughs> who doesn't tire of that ever?
0: I'm sure there are people.
1: I know. I, I've i spoken to people who say, and I quote, I don't get that show. And it just, it hurts me. Anyway, I know it's not anyone listening to this because you would have turned off years ago. Yep. yep. Uh, coming up TV-wise, oh, I watched just a few minutes of Eddie Murphy in I Am... Legend. No, I Am... Dolomite. Yes.
0: I, I really wanted to keep going and see how long would <laughs> let me do it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I thought that... about
0: it. I considered it.
1: And uh, what I've seen is good, and I've seen about 15 minutes of it. Snoop Dogg is in this. He is not in anything else we have talked about today, including so Snoop, President Carter. Snoop, Snoop Dogg is not it.
0: He is in the hizzle. Is what yes.
1: Saying. And he looks like an old man. Wouldn't it?
0: Well, OK. Keep in mind, like murder was the case that they gave him back in like 1990, <laughs> like something like Snoop Dogg is not a spring chicken or or lion or dog or whatever, whatever animal he is identifying as now.
1: Snoop Dogg is...
0: And let me just tell you, the first time I saw the music video for Murder Was the Case that they gave me, would not have called that that guy would have a show with Martha Stewart at some point.
1: Wow. He was born in 1971. He actually looks much older than...
0: <laughs> Listen, Snoop Snoop has lived probably a harder life than you and I yeah. have. At no point did... Did they give us murder? No. But we also didn't commit it, so, Mm. yeah.
1: Uh, Titus and Andromeda is in this as well, from um, Kimmy Schmidt.
0: Okay, all right. (laughs) I was, uh, you said, uh, I heard Titus Andronicus, and I'm like, wait, wait. The Shakespeare... What? Uh, no, no, okay. no.
1: Character Took me a Kim minute. Schmidt. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, so there are many... And there are many character actors that you will recognize. Again, someone else. You know the guy who was always sitting around in the barbershop at Luke Cage? The guy with the hat playing chess? That yeah. guy? He's in it.
0: Which is... <laughs> I, I, I hope that's the way he's introduced. Like, if he gets an Emmy nomination or something for it, and it's like, and the gentleman who had the hat in Luke Cage and did stuff in the background, <laughs> will be presenting the award for Best Cinematic Achievement in Television Movie this year yeah. at the Emmys. Yeah, that Ennies.
1: guy. <laughs> yeah, he's in it. <laughs> oh, and Eddie Murphy. So and, yes. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah, Eddie Murphy also in it. So it looks very entertaining. I just haven't really gotten through it yet because hashtag children.
0: Well, I... I I will tell you, like I I've, I've read a couple of reviews for it. I haven't got to watch it myself, but like I, I really am one of those people that again I I've seen I've seen Norbit, so I mean I know that he's the reviews not. Reviews are bad. No 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 oh. no 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 no. I'm, I'm saying I like, haven't read any reviews. I I I want Eddie Murphy to succeed because like I I was a kid in the 80s and 90s, and like I like you know coming to America. Beverly Hills Cop, Beverly Hills Cop 2, not Beverly Hills Cop 3, the Golden 48 Child, the Hours. Golden I, like, th- no, that's not a thing. <laughs> that's not real. Don't listen to her. <laughs> I, like, I, I mean, I saw I saw Raw and Delirious well before I was supposed to. But mm-hmm. I'm just saying, like, Eddie Eddie Murphy, and if you weren't around in the 80s, like, you don't re- Similar to kind of, I guess, the fervor or the anticipation for, like, a Jim Carrey movie in the 90s. Which only
1: you had. Now, th- listen,
0: go back and look at the box office <laughs> okay, grosses. Whatever. I'm not I'm not going to tell you that Ace Ventura, When Nature Calls, is a stupid movie, but I was there opening weekend. I'm sure you were. I, I, I'm i just saying, like, there was a point in time when, like, if Adam you... Adam still
1: references the cable guy.
0: If you... Right. Matthew Broderick, the guy uh, yeah, from Cable mm-hmm. Guy, not not Ferris Bueller. Um, there was a point in time, if you cast Jim Carrey in a comedy, you were virtually guaranteed at least $100 million on that. And in the '80s, like Eddie Murphy, if you cast him in a comedy, you were going to get probably a two hundred million dollars back on your investment.
1: Mm-hmm. And keeping cocaine mind, money in the '80s.
0: Well, I mean, and this is also when movies only cost like thirty million dollars. Like mm-hmm. this is well before like James Cameron like sunk the Titanic. Like this is well before James Cameron like had to. If you let James Cameron have a movie, he was going to try to beat his old like high score. Eddie Murphy, back in the day, was just—he was gold. Mm-hmm. He saved Saturday Night Live from getting canceled in the '80s. Like, go ahead and watch any of him in and and the he Joe. He was Pist- nineteen. Like, I'm just saying. Like, he was a ridiculous talent, and out of the gate. And then, sometime in the '90s, whatever deal he had with the devil—that <laughs> everything that he touched was Midas-like and turned to gold—apparently just went up in smoke. Like, sometime around, I'd say, distinguished gentlemen. And I hate to keep saying it. Beverly Hills Cop three like it just he stopped. I don't think he stopped being funny or he whoever was picking his scripts for him quit or whatever. Or they were just like, we will pay you this much. And he's like, wow, that is a dump truck full of money. Yes, yes. I will do that.
1: Sure, I, you know. Sometimes I think saying yes to a dump truck full of money is not a bad thing. Well,
0: as you and I like to reference, Michael Caine, who mm-hmm. was in the awful Jaws: The Revenge, will tell you, I hate that movie, but I love the house that it bought me. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest. Like, if you put me in a bad movie and it let me like pay off my house, I could live with that. Like, I'd sleep. I could too. I'd sleep well at night. Like
1: and at this rate, I've been in this house so long. It's not going to take much to pay me to pay off the house.
0: I mean, if you want to give me like a couple extra shekels, like I'll be fine with that. Like mm-hmm. you know, maybe maybe we put on another wing, or maybe I just I save that for a rainy day.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like the septic tank backs up or something like that. I can just be like, oh okay, I I don't I don't have to like hemorrhage anything because way, I'm now concerned. I'm
1: gonna I'm gonna help your septic tank right now. Okay. Go in the baker's section, buy yeast, the kind you'd put in bread, put all three envelopes in. I,
0: I bet y'all weren't expecting that today.
1: I bet you, you weren't. Boom. Boom. Not not septic only tank problems. Not solved. only
0: do you get your television needs taken care of, <laughs> we're taking care of your septic tank.
1: That's right. Next week, we talk about electricity. good times no but that's a real thing
0: electricity? no I know it (laughs) Ben Franklin discovered it I remember
1: thank you so much for listening to Binge or Cringe and I'm Jane Ellen and I'm Adam Cravens
0: Binge or Cringe starring Jane Ellen and Adam Cravens is a Hinson Oakley Podcast Center production listen to new or past podcasts anytime at rock937online.com